mighty fancy automobile. Oh, she's a real road king, all right. Zero to 60 in 7.5. She'll do a quarter of a mile, 13.40. 390 horsepower. 500 foot-pounds of torque. Whatever that is, performance and image, that's what it's all about. There's no such thing as a stupid question. This is Drive Radio. All of your automotive questions are just one phone call away. 303-477-5600. Drive Radio is made possible by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. To find one near you, go to drive-radio.com. Now, Drive Radio on KLZ 560. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Steve Horvath, Gino's Auto Service with us. Of course, Larry Unger answering phones, Charlie Grimes, your engineer. And I need to squeeze a new car review in here, mainly because it fits along with some of what we were talking about in the last hour, as well as far as what vehicles to buy. So I drove recently a new Mazda CX-5. And I'll be quite honest. A, I like the Mazda line very well. I think all of you know that by now. In fact, my old cohort, Dan, who was with me for a number of years, he drives one of those for uh, Uber and Lyft and has a gazillion miles on it, loves the car, and it just he's a big believer in the Mazda brand, and I am as well. And I drove the CX-5 again recently. All-wheel drive, by the way, is standard. And that's a car where you can buy one very, very well-equipped, for under thirty-five grand, they start at twenty-six-seven, wow. and I'll tell you what: the apportionments in the car are as good as vehicles that cost ten or fifteen thousand dollars higher. I drove that car not long after driving the new redesigned Chevy Equinox, and I will tell you what: the interior comfort and drivability of the Mazda is way above what I drove in that Chevy for the same price. So how well do I like the new CX-5? I think um, I think that just said it all a moment ago. There are a lot of vehicles that it competes with where the price is much higher than that. Car runs great, drives great, handles great, has all the apportionments. I like their infotainment system, always have. It sort of has a little bit of an Audi feel to it. If you know what I mean by that, you'll know what I'm talking about. About the only complaint... I think that I even heard from my wife when we were driving it at all. Is the one question she asked because this is an Audi thing is does the screen go down in the middle? Mm, okay. No, it does not. It's there stationary. Not a big deal because most of the time, even folks that have the other brands will have the screen up all the time anyway. So really, that's about the only complaint, quote unquote. Really, not even a complaint, just more of a question. But the 2023 Mazda CX-5 again, standard all-wheel drive. That is a great car for the money. And for some of you that were earlier, we were talking about what do you buy in the mid-20s used. You can buy this car new. Now, it's not fully equipped like the one I drove, but you can start in the mid-20s on a CX-5 and get a really, really, really solid vehicle. So how well do I, you know, how, how high do I recommend that vehicle? You've been listening to this for the last minute or two, and I'll tell you what, it is a fabulous vehicle. I like the entire lineup of Mazda. The CX-5 does not disappoint. If you want to test drive one, go to your local Mazda dealer. Tell them that John Rush from Drive Radio, and of course Rush to Reason also sent you, but fabulous vehicle, and I highly recommend it. So I'll leave we, it at we that. Rent, we actually rented one this summer. Okay. And my wife fell in love with it. Okay. And she liked it. She, so, she did like it. And it was, you know, comparable to what we have. We have a Chevy Blazer. 
and it was comparable to that. And we drove and around that. It's 10K four- less than the Blazer. Yeah. And it was, uh, little two, uh, was a four-cylinder turbo that yep. was peppy. And yep. We drove it up in the mountains. It was kind of fun, actually. Uh, anyway, she has to have uh, GM or uh, uh, American-made, even though everything's made foreign. It's not Because she's from, yeah, she's from Detroit, and that's part of her deal. Gotcha. So. Or upbringing. <laughs> upbringing, yeah. So we, and unions and having a sure. beer. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> but, see, that, that car, fabulous. That was if a good you, car. If you get a chance to drive one of them, I would highly recommend you do. All right, let's go to the phones. Lines are open, 303-477-5600. Tom and Lakewood, you're next. Hi there. I got a 2000 uh, Chevy half-ton pickup, and uh, the ignition switch is starting to show the wear to where when I put the key in, you know, you've got to jiggle everything to get it to ignite. And I wondered if there's a fix for that for a 22-year-old truck. Well, you, you can always buy and uh, replace the actual mechanical, the key part of the ignition switch. And you can have it, uh, you can even have it re-keyed to where your old key, so it's the same key. Uh, is that going to be a two-key system where you have one for the door and one for the car? Is that old or just one? No, there's a truck. Yeah, it's a truck. <clears throat> just one on that 2000, right? Just one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you could have it. So, you, could, you, could, you could replace the ignition switch and get the Greek key to the old key. I mean, is that typically through a dealer or No, any, any, I can handle that for you. That's no problem. Yeah. That's, a, that's an easy that's an easy. Yeah, fix. and you're in Lakewood. He's close. Yeah, I'm not too far away. I'm sorry. Who in Lakewood? I, I'm, I'm Geno's uh, in in Littleton, so oh. I'm off of uh, Federal and and uh, Bowles, if you know that area. Yeah, I'm up north. Uh, oh, north Lakewood, Applewood. Oh, okay. Well, if you're in Applewood, go then see go, uh, go see Arvada West. Yeah, go see uh, you Paul, know, Paul and Dorsey yeah. over there. Um, Richie, those guys can take care of you, Tom. They're not that far from you. If you're that's in Applewood, they're ten minutes from you. That's great. I'll, I'll do that. I got worried. I'm out in the middle of the sticks today doing some stuff, and all of a sudden. I spent about ten minutes jiggling that thing, yeah. trying to get it to lift off. So yeah, those little tumblers uh, get wore out. Key gets wore out, and it's just time to replace. But you can replace it with just and get it rekeyed. That's easy stuff, right? What any ballpark figure on what it costs? That's out of my wheelhouse. No, I d- yeah, I don't remember. I'm sorry, off the top of my head, okay. I, you know, I a couple three hundred type thing, I would think. But yeah, well, it's y- good to know. At least yeah. I can uh, fix it. Oh yeah, yeah. easily oh, yeah. fixable. All right, guys. Thank All right. you much. Tom, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Yeah, folks, those are the kind of things. And I should also say this. Somebody was asking me the other day, how much would such and such cost? And I'm like, okay, first off, the days of $75, $80 an hour labor rates, folks, are gone. So if you think about any job taking the minimum of a couple of hours to get done, which, by the way, that's very, very few jobs take two hours. Most everything out there is going to take way more than that. So there's only a few small jobs that will even take less than an hour or two to do. So if you think about labor rates being almost 200 bucks an hour now, and they need to be close to that for a shop to actually survive, just a couple of hours labor gets you into $400 range plus any kind of parts. It isn't much to spend 500 bucks anymore, folks. Oil changes are 100 minimum anymore to get done properly. So the days of having something done for 40 or 50 bucks, are, Steve, are pretty long, much gone. Long gone. And, you know, the average... Uh, repair is three hours, right? And then you know, so if you're 175 an hour, even do the math, folks. Yeah, it goes, it, you, goes, you, it goes by pretty fast. And and I coach a lot of these shops, so I can tell you right now what they need to be at on an hourly basis to cover all of their overhead, which doesn't go down. 
especially in times like now. It's going up. Insurance costs, rents, uh, you know, just everything that it takes to operate the shop is going up. You know, we had this whole thing with the property tax that's been oh, going around. So, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna pay forty percent more in property tax, thirty percent, how much more am I gonna pay for my building? Same. Pro- yeah, yeah, it's, it's gonna go relative. up. To, yeah, it's gonna Same. go up that much that's more. Right. That's right. And I, and you know, I'm not complaining, but you know, we it all gets passed down. Yeah, but I've I, said it for years. And you know, businesses don't eat these things. It all goes back down to the customer in the end, folks. Yeah, That's something that a particular political party doesn't understand. And they don't care on property. You know, you don't can write a letter and get, maybe get matter. your property act changed, but businesses, they don't care. You no. just pay. If you fight, you can try to fight it, but, but you, you it, it's a tough one. Yeah, that, yeah. That, That's right. Dell in Westminster, you're up. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, John, how you doing? Good, sir. Uh, and the gentleman with the Chevy ignition lock? Yes. Uh Usually what happens on them older ones on that tin cut is they peel water a little bit, and then that cap that holds the wafers in the lock gets loose, and it'll raise up a little bit and kind of change the code of the lock. If you have to replace it, get the Stratech. They make a service kit that comes with the wafers and everything else. It's not keyed up, and then you to match the yeah, so we'll actually spend the time to do it. So occasionally, we'll uh, we'll actually call out a locksmith to do it. But a lot of times, my uh, service manager will just sit down and change the wafers and yeah. do all that. Yeah, yeah if you, the cheapest way is that uh, Stratech system. They make the locks for GM, hmm. and they have a kit. And the only difference is the bag you're in. And the price is a whole lot different than what you're going to get from GM. Sure. So you're just talking about just buying the wafers and not buying the uh, lock cylinder no, itself. No, the wafer, the lock cylinder comes with the wafer. Sure. Okay. Okay. It's a it's a package, a service package. They have it for Chrysler and Ford and GM and hmm. and a lot of them. Cause they make about ninety five percent of the locks for. You know, so you're you're, cut, you're cutting you're cutting out the middleman then, basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and any locksmith can get it. They've got warehouses here in town that I deal with and out of the but that's the best way. And the well, a good example, my Ranger. If I go to the dealer, it's a hundred about a hundred and thirty dollars for a ignition switch assembly. Hmm. I can get the same thing from Stratech with. Uh, in the same package, the only difference is it's in a red and white bag, <laughs> blue and white, and it's, uh, my cost is like about twenty bucks. Oh, really? Yeah. That's the old adage: how many hands touch it before yeah, it gets sold? Right. You know, it that's gets right. marked up. Yeah, they're really they dealers have a high market on them. Yeah. So. All right, good stuff, Dell. Appreciate that. Thank you very much, as always. Steve in Colorado Springs, hang tight. We're going to come right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. At Napa Auto Parts, we've been the most trusted name in auto parts for over 80 years. Probably because we've never stopped looking for ways to make the great parts we sell even better. It's a commitment to quality you'll find in every one of our 310,000 parts. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to the patented damping mechanism on our drive-align belt tensioners to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And Napa parts are covered by a warranty that's good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores nationwide. 
Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store. But at Napa, we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. To find the Napa Auto Parts store nearest you, go to NapaOnline.com. Napa, get the good stuff. With over 125 locations in Colorado, southern Wyoming, and western Nebraska, there's only one place to get the good stuff. Napa Auto Parts. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. Spring means warmer weather. But it also means it's time to protect our pets from warm weather parasites, including fleas and ticks. Hey, this is Scott Watley, and being informed on what our pets need to stay healthy and happy this time of year, as well as all year long, is just one more reason why 20 years ago, our family chose Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center to take care of all of our pets' needs. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, the medical staff keeps us up to date on the status of our pets' health during their regular checkups. They also make sure we know how to help our pets stay healthy and remain healthy all throughout the year. With the arrival of spring, we know it's time to protect our dog, Gracie, from the fleas and ticks just waiting outside to hitch a ride on our sweet girl. And since we know that fleas and ticks can cause many problems for pets and for humans, making sure our pets are protected with a safe, effective flea and tick preventative is an important part of their care. Why not have Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center care for your special companion? It's the place where our pets go. Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center can be reached at 303-708-8050. That's 303-708-8050. And you can also visit them online and read their latest blogs at LoneTreeVet.com. Are you in the market for a reliable car that won't break the bank? Drive Radio sponsor, Ridgeline Auto Brokers specializes in quality used cars that cost between fifteen dollars to $25,000, making them a great option for first-time drivers or anyone looking for a good deal. They pride themselves on providing a transparent and hassle-free car buying experience. That's why at Ridgeline, they never charge a dealer fee. Plus, all vehicles are inspected by Legacy Automotive, a Colorado Select member and sponsor of Drive Radio. 
For a limited time, they are offering first-time customers the first oil change for only $1. Every car comes with a 30-day warranty, with the option to purchase a service contract. And at Ridgeline Auto Brokers, there are competitive financing options to fit your budget. If you cannot make it to the dealership in person, there are videos of all Ridgeline cars for sale on their website at RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Call today at 303-442-4141 to schedule a test drive or visit RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Ridgeline Auto Brokers, the smartest way to buy a car. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Steve from Gino's Auto Service with us today. And Alan from Stack Optical was with us earlier, which if, Alan, you're still listening, thanks again for coming down and joining us. I had learned a lot today, so I appreciate that very much as well. And if you need anything from Alan, again, give him a call. He would love to help you out. His number one more time, 303-321-1578. We'll go to Steve in Colorado Springs next. Go ahead, Steve. Good afternoon. How are you, sir? Good. I presume you're up at 0300 this morning to watch the King Chuck circumcision? No, I was not. Yeah, me neither. I was sleeping. Hey, anyway, uh, I'm sorry. I'm at, I'm at Coronation. Ah, oh, Coronation. Anyway, there you go. Anyway, a couple quick X3 questions. For some unknown reason, the rear deck lid just all of a sudden didn't want open. So I'm troubleshooting it and got to the point where they chose the secret access door and back and this and everything. I didn't really have time to mess around with it. But I started doing some research. And anyway, here's what I don't get. I think there's a car wash this morning. Now everything works perfectly. So I've looked at the micro switch, which is just above the handle. For the release, everything's fine, and there's no cracks in the handle. And I'm just not a real fan of stuff that breaks and then fixes themselves. Any idea what the heck is going on here? What car is it on, Steve? X3, 16. Oh, on your X3? I have no idea. Steve, that's more up your alley than mine. I was just thinking more of the wiring, you know, where the lid opens and closes. It's maybe we've got a, a sure, wire yeah. that's cracking and you know. Well, breaking. I was thinking about the wiring too. The micro switch is just above the handle. Yeah, everything seems fine. There's no cracks in the handle. But but why would it fix itself just going through a car wash? I don't get it. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Uh, if you go follow those wires back to where it, is the micro switch in the lid of the car? The lid just above the handle. Yeah, so if it's in a lid, then it's got to get wire from somewhere, and that's why I was thinking one of those wires is broken at the pivot, where the where no, pivots. I it all. As far as you can tell, well, that's the thing. You can't tell if it's broken inside until you kind of pull on it. You've got to kind of pull on it a little bit and really tug on it right, right. on the wire itself, okay. not the loom, the wire, the wire. Yes, yeah, the, right. the the wire in the loom. Yeah. Last question. I'm uh, getting ready. To tow daughter's Shamu Jedi Warrior back to DC, rent one of those hitches or whatever. Okay. Any issues in uh, towing that thing with the X3? And it's a what? What vehicle is it you're towing? It's an 08 Jetta. An 08 Jetta. Okay. Uh, you're fl- you're gonna flat tow it. Sorry. Are you gonna flat tow it or put it on an aluminum trailer? Well, I didn't want to spend 900 bucks to stick it on a carrier. I would. I thought I would just hook it up. To the back, no, back to the X3 I would not flat tow that no. car. I think you've got more issues than you're asking for by flat towing it. Is it damage to the X3? Probably not the X3. I'm more worried about the Volkswagen, to be honest with you. Okay. 
I'm, I'm being serious. I'm more, I'm more worried about that than I am the X3. The X3 will tow it fine. I'm more worried about what, what's going to happen on the – if you're going to flat tow it, I'd put it on at least a dolly, get that front end off the ground, and just let the rear wheels hang down. I'd, I'd at least haul it on a dolly. I wouldn't flat tow it, Steve. And could you rent a dolly and a hitch and not screw up the back end of the X3? You should be able to. Does it have a hitch? Does it have a receiver on it now? You'll have to put a receiver, you know, even if it's an inch and a quarter. But you should be able to put a two-inch receiver on the X3. I, I, you know, I shouldn't say that. I haven't looked one of those up for a while. I don't know on that one. You got to look and see if you can get a two-inch receiver. I think I honestly, they'd look the whole another direction and just have it chipped out there. I, yeah, that's what uh, I was going to say. You know, because by the time you spend the hitch and the rent the trailer and yeah, yeah. the time I, and the gas, you know, you know, maybe, maybe it costs you fifteen. To ship it. Yeah, maybe fifteen hundred. I was thinking. Or just to have a. Yeah. I was thinking just to have somebody else drive it out there with you. Yeah. I think that, or yeah, and then you got to, you know, then you got to, or the other option you've got is you drive it out and just get a two hundred fifty dollar one way ticket home. Yeah, uh, that's not happening anymore. One one way they're jacking around prices are up forty percent, more like uh, six six fifty from Syracuse oh. back there. But anyway, nah, I, they're well, they're still there. You got to yeah, I find although you may that. fly southwest, you may get stuck somewhere. But well, <laughs> but. You're a pilot guy. Just hop on with somebody and come back. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. There's no, no seats. <laughs> oh. Any, anyway. No, I meant find some private guy inside of your little network and you know hop on one and come home. <laughs> if, I, if I can grab a ride on a fun jet, like a Challenger or a Goldstream. Well, yeah, there. that's. I was, I was thinking more of that, Steve, than anything. You know, you drive out and then find a fun way home. Yeah, back to your first hour on the picture. Uh, every house has a... I'm pretty sure a water meter down usually in the utility room in the basement. And if you open that little valve, the cover, I should say, there's a red arrow. And when there's no water going, it's stopped. So when you're going to crank up your sprinkler system, just verify everything in the house is off and the needle's not moving. You can do that, although if it's... You'd be shocked at how many don't have a meter in the house. Most of those meters now are out in a pit and somebody has to be able to get down to it and... Yeah, the average novice, Steve, is not going to be able to find that. Some houses are inside. For example, mine is not. Mine's 400 feet out to the street. Is that really? <laughs> yeah, mine's in the front yard. Yeah, mine's way out front. i got a long way to go to get my meter. Then you were talking about the back of the valve. Not too long ago, we had the bad actors coming in midnight, 2 yep. o'clock in the morning, yep. on a 10-degree February night. Yep. And they were doing the same deal, cutting them off of the recip saw for the brass and metal contents, and then they got, I guess, smarter and graduated to doing the same thing on CAC converters. Yep. But uh, a lot of people... Yeah, they learned the value went up on the CAT versus stealing the backflows. Otherwise, they'd still be stealing (laughs) backflows. Right. You know, they graduated to CAT. That's right. Anyway, and uh, just unbelievable the stuff that people will do, and it could actually have a legitimate job. Um, yeah, that's your, yeah, there's your answer. Mm-hmm. Leave everybody else's right. stuff alone and go get your own stuff. Yep, take yeah. care, my friend. All right, man, appreciate you, Steve. Bye-bye. And uh, uh, I also should mention, before we go any further, I had this in my notes today, that if you have a Ford 10-speed automatic, there is now a lawsuit that has been filed against Ford for vehicles with 10-speed transmissions made since 2017. So you may want to check into that. There are several articles out on the Internet about this now. Uh, it, it's it's becoming a more popular thing as far as the news goes, I should say. It's the 10R80 transmission. They've got a potential life 
threatening safety issue. Ford is refusing to recall or replace it, the lawsuit states. And if you're driving one of those vehicles, you may want to look into that to determine how that works for you individually. And, and that was that 10-speed, by the way, was a joint venture between GM and Ford, each one of them having some of their own issues with that particular product. Now, I think that's like a lot of other products that have been developed over the years. Back when we went to the first automatic overdrive, GM had, and so did Ford, had a lot of issues with their initial automatic overdrive transmissions. It took them several years to get that, you know, finished out, if you would. Once they did, became a very stable staple transmission even in their lineup. And any time they start making major modifications, you're going to see some quote-unquote growing pains with that. And in, in defense of those automakers, they're doing things that, quite honestly, the rest of the industry hasn't done yet. If you look at the whole truck world, GM and Ford were the first ones to come up with a 10-speed transmission. A lot of you are saying, well, why? Why do they even need a 10-speed in the first place? Well, when you have pressure from the government to raise the fuel economy ratings of even your trucks, they have to do something to try to make them more efficient. One of the ways is to make the transmissions more efficient, keeping the engine in its optimum operating area as long as you possibly can, therefore using less fuel, that's how they do it. Therefore, we went from a 4 to a 6 to an 8 to now a 10-speed transmission. So somebody asked earlier, will we see a CVT transmission in trucks? No, but this is the alternative. The 10-speed is what you're now getting to do what I just said a moment ago, keeping the engine optimized as much as they can, therefore making the fuel economy better. That's what they're doing. Yeah, I was surprised you didn't bring up the CVT because <laughs> that's what they are. the other thing they were trying to do. That's what they're trying, trying to do. To, they're trying to get that optimized. And that, you know, that goes back to Obama days when he was trying to get the CAFE standards up to Correct. 60. So they Correct. set that then, and that was that's a tough thing to reach. It, it, for, yeah, you, it, you know, it is. For a gasoline uh, motor and... Because keep in mind, folks, the manufacturers are also trying to make sure they sell vehicles that people want. We all like the creature comforts. The vehicles are heavier now than they used to be because of these creature comforts. Yes, they've lightened some things up in some areas, but then they also add back in because people want massaging seats. They want, you know, <laughs> rear defroster and a sliding window. They want a sunroof. They want, want, want. I mean, I'll keep going down the list sure. and look at the interior of any of these trucks now. And they are fancier. Steve was looking at a picture in the salvage yard of an old Cadillac. <laughs> Back in the day, was... those were the premium cars to own that had every option known to mankind. Um, you could look at that old Cadillac and go look at a new truck, and the new truck has far more options than that Cadillac did of old. Yeah, they heat seater, heat seat heaters, and air conditioning seats. Massaging, an F-150 will massage, even some of the new Chevys now, the GM side will massage. So they'll, <laughs> they'll do everything, but, well, in some cases, even you look at the GM model, it'll drive the truck for you now even with what they've got going on. So the reality is they're adding more to the vehicles, and in turn, they're still trying to get the optimum fuel economy, yet they've added all these other things to it weight-wise and that's why they're doing some of what they're doing transmission-wise. All right, questions. We've got lines open. We've got a half an hour left is all, 303-477-5600. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses? Well, look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, 
Yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes, and every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. With everyone wanting more of your money from eggs to gas to taxes, how do you keep more of what you've earned? Call 720-895-0500, Affordable Interest Mortgage, where we can show you how to pay less interest on your home, have access to your equity for 30 years, and be prepared for unexpected expenses or emergencies. The market has changed. You now have more buying authority whether you want to purchase with a rate in the threes on a 3-2-1 buy-down or refinance and pay less interest to own your home faster with the Asset Manager Mortgage. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500, where we've been serving Coloradans for over 20 years. Government agencies continue to raise the cost of financing, whether to purchase or refinance. Let us show you how not to pay these increased fees with loan programs designed to pay less interest and put you in control of your equity. If you want to purchase a home with the rates in the threes or you want to have access to your equity, call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. In these difficult times, you can still save. 720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. And the MLS 298-191, regulated by DORA. Have you ever thought about owning a classic car, hot rod, older truck, or an out-of-the-norm vehicle? Worldwide Vintage Autos is the place to go for all your vintage car and truck needs. With over 80,000 square feet of indoor showroom and warehouse space, they make the shopping experience easy. Every vehicle they sell is checked out by their own staff and is verified as a roadworthy vehicle, and this includes consignment vehicles. When you buy a vehicle from Worldwide, it's a vehicle you can safely drive home. They sell over 1,200 vehicles a year, and most of their inventory comes from people like you and me. If you want to eliminate the hassle of selling your vintage or unique vehicle, give them a call today. By the way, sign up today for the VIP list. They'll give you updates on all their new inventory that the general public doesn't see yet, and it's at a discounted price. Worldwide Vintage Autos. Don't let the name fool you. They sell worldwide, but their showroom is right here in Denver. Find them today at WorldwideVintageAutos.com or call 877-378-4679, and make sure you tell them John Rush from Drive Radio sent you. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. 
Thanks for joining us today, by the way. I appreciate it very much. Uh, Steve Horvath with me today, Geno's Auto Service, which is over at Bowles and Platte Canyon, so just over in the Littleton area. Very easy to get to. You can come off of 470 and get there, or you can come down off Santa Fe or come in from the north end, however you want to do it. It's about as easy to get to as you can get, and they've got... Uh, really, everything they can take care of or anything that you've got, they can take care of full bumper to bumper. They specialize. I think I'm going to speak for Steve here, but specialize really in front-end work. I will tell you my own opinion. Uh, if you really want a car aligned properly and you've had trouble getting somebody to do it correctly, these are your guys. Yeah, I spent, am I, I am spent I saying that right? Because yeah. you, you know Next. how to do it. And I've improved in our, uh, in our Volkswagen Audi area. I have a guy that's come okay. in. Actually, the crew that I have now... I can honestly say in my 40 years is the best crew I've ever had. Oh, awesome. So it, it is very – and it – you know, nice. when we were talking about me being sick for a while, I you know, I haven't been around for the last six months that much, and, and they've been able to just run things well. And, and there's – you know, the, the quality of work is great. That's what – you know, and when it comes down to it, you can do a lot of stuff, but you have to have quality first. Yes. And then fairness and all that other stuff kind of comes in, but still, you've got to make a good product. No. And somebody just asked me, uh, Ford Maverick review. I'll give you a short <laughs> one now, and then i still got a few more days left in it. Uh, it goes back Monday, and I've got some more driving to do with this. I've only had it a few days, and I'll give you kind of a short one now and a, a longer one here probably in the weeks ahead as I have a chance to kind of do a little more research on it. But so far, I will tell you, first day, I'm sort of like, who'd own this? It's this four-door car with a truck bed. And I'm kind of like, eh, really, I'll, I'll be honest. I was sort of like, eh, and this is the Tremor version, so it's the higher-priced one. That This vehicle, by the way, for all of you listening, you can buy in the low 20s. It starts at like 22 for a brand-new Ford Maverick, okay? If you don't want it fully optioned out, you can buy one for about twenty five grand, which isn't a bad buy after I tell you a few things okay. about this. Again, first day driving it, wasn't super impressed. Second day, a little more impressed. That's because it runs extremely well. I will tell you that you step on the gas, boom, it's gone. It, it runs very well. Drive, Drivability-wise, not bad either. And at first, I'm like, okay, eh, this has to do a lot better than what it is given its price. And then the more I drove it, I'm like, actually, it's a pretty decent deal for the price. Especially when you can buy one in the low 20s to get started in the full-bore Tremor, which got some off-road capabilities, one-inch lift kit, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah, pretty pretty decent vehicle for the 35K range. Okay. Not bad for 35K. That's lifted an inch? Well, lifted an inch. Because it's just pretty low. That's it why does, I noticed. <laughs> so the other ones are even lower, lower. than that's that. Why, that's why I'm surprised. So the one okay. I'm driving is an inch taller than even a normal one, which means they're pretty low to the ground, which it's like a car with a truck bed. Okay? Sure. But you can get them in all-wheel drive and all of that. And, again, it runs very, very well. Again, I'll give you a full review, but the more I've driven it, the more I've gotten to like it. I didn't like it the first day. Straight up honest, it took me a few days of getting used to it, and the more I drove it, the more I've gotten to like it. Now, you're not going to go haul four by eight sheets of plywood and all that, but if you want to throw your bike in the back or some gear or go camping in it or whatever, do you have the ability to do all of that, even tow a light trailer? Sure, you could do all of that with it, and it works very well as far as that goes. A little, well, and you guys all know, I... How do I want to say it? I don't hate Fords, <laughs> but their their infotainment thing, because they've gotten so Microsoft-driven over the years, I, I just hate their infotainment thing. This thing does not have CarPlay. I don't think you can even – I'm looking still because I'm not done yet, so don't 
Don't criticize. I've got to figure out still, can I plug in and even get CarPlay? Because wirelessly, no. And on almost all vehicles today, you can pretty much do wireless CarPlay. But no CarPlay available, which means your phone doesn't hook up automatically. Uh, it's There's just some weird things with their system that I don't particularly care for in this version. And it's a little antiquated as far as that goes. So far, that's about my only complaint. All the other drivability of the car I like, but that part of it, I'm not liking as much. And, again, I'll do a little more research even yet today, tomorrow, as I have got a couple more days with it, and it goes back Monday. But I'll have a little more chance with it this weekend to get a little more driving in and kind of do more time to really sit and play with some things that I don't get a chance to do during the week because, honestly, I've got – You're busy. Yeah, got other stuff I'm doing. So I'll give you a full review on the Maverick. But, again, so far, so good. Somebody said, is it like the Ridgeline? Yes, other than I will say the Ridgeline is – a little more comfortable because it's built on a pilot. Okay. okay. So the Ridgeline's built on a pilot, and it's a little higher end. You know, the Ridgelines, you're hard-pressed to buy a Ridgeline much under 35. They can get up into the low 40s pretty quickly just because of how they're apportioned and so on. So while they're similar in function, they are not similar in price and how they work. You're actually buying a little higher-end vehicle when you buy a Ridgeline than you are a Maverick. Is that the, am I saying that so, the right yeah, way, You're Steve? not really comparing apples to apples. Not there. really. It's, it's they're, a, they're, a different. Hold yeah, on there. Hold they're on not the deal. same comparison. I, I would say that the smaller Hyundai car slash pickup is more of a comparison to the Maverick than what the Ridgeline would be. I would probably say it that way. So, Chris and Centennial, you're next. Go ahead. Hello? Hello, Chris. Hi. Hey, John. Hey, I just had some work done at uh, Extreme Auto yesterday, and I was blown away by the shop charges of $80. Not not surprised. What what, what does that go towards? Everything it takes to run the shop that they cannot itemize or do not itemize on the invoice itself. So everything from, you know, what they're using for materials – uh, nuts, bolts, hardware, red rags, uh, the cost of cleaning okay. uniforms, on down the line we go. All of that is included in the shop fees. The, the, the brake clean. Wow. Brake cleans, I mean, all the, the cleaners, that, that kind of you name it, yeah. all of that. Carburetor clean. Which, wow. And, I, I and there's, and there's even environmental things, Chris, that they're doing that, again, they can't just charge in a hazardous waste fee on a per-quart oil basis that, you know, changing out of solvent tanks and, you know, cleaning out their sand trap that has to happen on a, you know, probably an every six-month basis. You name it, those things all go into that. And I don't think in Colorado you can charge an EPA charge. You can't on a blanket. You've got to do it on, like, a per-quart of oil, yeah. not a blanket fee. So, so again, it, those things I just mentioned, too. Chris, are all going into to that that lump sum, if you would. I, I mean, I remember, you know, $30, $35. Yeah, I remember when labor rate was 80 bucks an hour, too, mm-hmm. which it ain't anymore. Yeah. So $80, is that... That's, that's, well, if you've got a sizable okay, bill... Depends most, on the, depends on, it's generally on, on the bill. On, on, it's a percentage. You must have spent 1000 bucks or more. Oh, yeah, I spent $2,100. Okay, yeah. well, well, that would be an $80 answer. shot. Yeah, that would make sense, yeah. yes. And, 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 and actually, it's not fixed completely. i got to take it back Monday to have them uh, reset my stability track. Okay. Yeah. yeah, all that would make total yeah. sense, Chris. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and again, I coach shops, uh, so, I, that yeah, that that is not surprising at all. Wow. Okay. All right. <laughs> 
Thanks, man. Appreciate it. No, again, folks, as I said earlier with Steve, the days of walking in and having something minor done and spending, you know, a buck, buck and a half, you know, 100, 150 bucks, uh, no, those days are gone. Uh, the majority of, 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 you know, I, guys, I have said this for years, and I coach auto shops, and I personally am doing my best to get the industry to be at at least $200 an hour because these guys can't make money. By the time you factor in all of their overhead, they can't make money at much less than 200 an hour in today's world. And I coach them and look at their financials on a weekly basis. I know where they need to be, and a lot of them aren't at 200 and they need to be. I'll just leave it at that. Jeff, you're next. What's going on? Hey, good afternoon, uh... I understand our weather's a little damper than it is there, so... We're actually having a really um, nice day today, Jeff. Yeah, ours is a lot of liquid sunshine in the air here. All right, well, send it our way. We'll, we'll take it anyways. We will, too. So, um, before I get to my question, a couple of comments. Uh, I mentioned him before, a guy named Robert Bryce. He does several yes. podcasts, yes. newsletters and stuff. He sent out a newsletter this week, and in it... He, he, Ford on its electric F-150, Ford is losing yep. over $66,000 a vehicle yep. on every vehicle it makes. Yep. And yep. That was it. That was not, really that, quick, Jeff. Just so by volume. Just so you know, and everybody else listening, that's not like inside baseball knowledge. That's what they publicized in their last earnings report because they are now separating out. There are three different divisions, and the EV division, yes, that is the correct report. Wow. I had heard 20,000 yep. so, uh, on average EV, but, yep. but 66. That's, yep. That's what they lost first quarter. Yeah, so um, I, I was never a fan of the, of the electric F-150. I don't think it's what the market is really going to want. I agree. It comes right down to it. So I agree. We'll uh, have to wait and see, but... Uh, more to come on that. And, and to kind of rub a little salt in the wound, and this is Tesla and Ford, uh, it's uh, Tesla and a bunch of others, they recommend that you don't park them in a garage because of the right. possibility of catching fire. They don't want it to spread to your home. Right. So you're buying brand new vehicles and leaving them outside in all sorts of weather because they're a fire hazard. Well, they, as you know, they had to shut the line down because of a major fire that they've had. I think they're now back up running again, but they were down for about, uh, again, don't quote me on this, guys, but I want to, from memory, say about three weeks they were down on the line. That's what I remember as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so, my, I have a question, though. I have never heard you address it on airbags. Um, my wife is short, and without getting into details, I'll just say she's amply endowed. And when she actually sits in the vehicle um, and adjusts it for her, she is very, very close to the steering wheel that okay. she's driving. Okay. And so my concern has always been, what is the closest that you should be to a uh, airbag in a steering wheel before it becomes a hazard to you? You know, I can just imagine if it ever deploys, that if it's too close, it could just actually induce a heart attack or cause other damage. You know, I've often wondered the same thing. I'm curious what John thinks, too. <laughs> I think rule of thumb, you'd want at least six inches between you and the steering wheel, if at all possible. And a foot would be better. I, yeah. yeah, I think they're going to recommend more than that, but I'd want at least six inches, Jeff. Yeah, uh, that's what I was thinking, too. And so, and 
that's my concern. So that she is considerably closer. So my gut feeling is because of her shortness, because I have a short wife as well, she has to be close because her legs don't reach don't the pedal. reach the pedals. And so if you go back too far, you can't mess with the pedals like you should. But now you're positioned correctly from the steering wheel, so you're in a kind of a catch twenty two there. Bingo. Yeah, I would almost. Jeff, and you're pretty handy, I would almost look at what can you do to modify the pedals some to where she could be a little further away and yet still operate the pedals correctly. Yeah, put blocks on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you, again, knowing you as handy as you are, I could see you doing that pretty you know, pretty easily, where, where it's still safe at the end of the day. Yeah, she, uh, I think her answer is going to be, well, you just drive everyone. Then I don't <laughs> that. And then there you go. <laughs> Yeah, uh, NHS TSA says 10 inches, so my six was probably a little under, so 10 inches minimum. Yeah. Okie doke. It was just one of those idle curiosity questions that uh, I meant to ask before. Great question. Yeah, that's why they tell you not to... You know, ride with pets on your lap or babies or anything along those lines. Because when that goes off, it's not—it's an explosion. It's not this puffy thing that comes out like a marshmallow. It, it's, it's a violent it, explosion. It, it, violent is a good word. That's a, yep. Uh, there, that there's a pet peeve of people who <laughs> Me don't too. restrain their animals in vehicles. And uh, I mean, I my son does that. He's got a dog. He loves him to death, so he sits with him. And I was thinking. You wouldn't do if that you love your dog, kid. you shouldn't do that, actually, because if there's ever an accident, your dog's dead. Yep. That might actually be a topic for a, a was, show on... Uh, I was just thinking the same thing. restraints in a vehicle. Yeah, you know what? I yeah, can how, do that. How best to restrain a pet. And we, and we have our, you know, our vet clinic, you know, Lone Tree Vet. They will tell you the exact same thing, that really their preferred method, Lone Trees, is... If you're going to cart the dog around, you either need to have it in the back seat with a belt on or in the far back if you have an SUV crated with the crate tied down. Yeah, and even those crates, there's some uh, NTSB uh, videos of crates just coming apart. Yeah, no, you, you need a nice heavy crate, and it has to be tied down. Yep. They will tell yeah, you that. Lone Tree will tell you that. Yeah, I've got a daughter who's got lots of or several heavy dogs. And uh, they don't restrain them in the vehicle, and I keep telling them that uh, it's an accident they, waiting to happen. They're going to they're going to die. Everybody yeah. in the car is going to die in yes. an accident yes. because those dogs are going to break their necks. That's right. You are correct, Jeff. Yes, that's not good. Uh, so that's one of my pet like, peeves. Oh, Dad, Dad, <laughs> you're just being a worry wart. Okay. No, no, I don't think so, Dad. I'm on your side. Yeah. Yep. Alrighty, guys. All right, man. Appreciate you, day. Jeff. One segment left. We'll be right back. Call us now. We'll get you squeezed in here before the top of the hour, and we go to our last uh, break. We end the show. I should say this is our last break. We'll end the show here quickly in about ten minutes. Drive Radio KLZ five sixty. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new adaptive one brakes. And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. You listen to Drive Radio because you have a lot of questions about your car. You have questions about what kind of oil to use, what the best tires are, where to get the best parts. But have you ever asked what will happen to your car after you die? 
Did you know that if you don't have a will that specifically states what will happen, a probate judge will order your family to split your car evenly? And because you can't cut up a car into pieces, your family will be forced to sell it and just split the money. According to Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, it is estimated that two out of three people don't have a proper will in place. And oftentimes, things like your favorite classic car are accidentally forgotten completely. Michael understands that the only way to be absolutely certain that all of your final wishes will be honored is to take a small amount of time to talk about it. 720-394-6887. 720-394-6887. Call Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, right now to set up a free consultation and make absolutely sure that you don't leave anything to chance. Few things are life-changing. Your wedding day, the birth of a child, an oil change. Wait, what? Yes, an oil change can change your life if it comes with a peace of mind that if your engine, including the fuel system, fails, you're covered for life. The BG Performance Oil Change comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system. Find a shop near you at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. BG. Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and in most cases an indoor shop to perform the calibration. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Steve Horvath with me again from Geno's Auto Service over in the uh, Littleton area. And again, whatever you need when it comes to anything on your vehicle, bumper to bumper, they can take care of you, including, I, I, you know, I don't think I'm going out on a limb here. With the exception of Josh and the guys up at Legacy in Boulder, they'll do some European work. I think, Steve, between those two, they're, they're really sure. kind of our European specialists and con- complete... We put a engine in a Volkswagen this week in our. There you RS. go. Yeah, so so yeah. Here we again, complete ends of the of the town. We've got yeah. Legacy up in Boulder, and Steve and the guys over on the west side. Uh, that's really about it as far as the European sides go. So if you've got a European vehicle and you're looking for somebody to help you out on that, and Steve's been in the Volkswagen world for ever forty years, even the old bugs. Yeah, old bugs. Yeah, where he started, built a lot right? of built a lot of those engines. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, go back a ways. Yeah, but this is our fortieth anniversary. Nice, good job. Yeah, so we'll be, uh, I don't know if we'll be doing any parties, but I'll have some goodies to give away for the next year. Things like that. Okay, so I've got a question that just came in. And by the way, congratulations. Okay. And, uh, and, and um, we'll talk more about that, by the way, here in the coming weeks when it comes to the 40th anniversary and all of that. So that's, by the way, that's a big deal, folks. I don't know if any of you realize that, but to be in business that long, uh, that's a huge accomplishment. So good job, Steve. All right, here's a question that came in. No RVs aren't your favorite. No, not. I, I shouldn't say that. I just They're tough to work on. It's probably why, personally, they're not my favorite is because RVs are tough to work on. They've got all of them have you know unique chassis that are unique to that motorhome, and then you've got the coach company that's involved. And in most cases, for me personally working on them, there's never any of them that are easy to work on. 
It's probably why my it's my biggest issue with RVs, Steve. It's probably why I don't own one. No. I never liked working on them when I was a tech, and I just have never owned one since. Just, Travel trailer, different deal, but the whole coach RV thing, I've never really gotten into on a personal basis. So here's a 2004 Workhorse P32, conventional front wheel bearings. Asked about uh, packing interval last week. I said 25,000. Yes, that's about right. I heard they can be converted to a wet hub. No, do not do that. Do not convert those to a wet hub with gear lube. Uh, no, just take them apart every two, three years. 25,000 miles on an RV might even be every four years. Just repack them on your own. I am not a believer in doing any kind of conversions on those at all. I don't care what the RV guys say. Just pack those with good wheel bearing grease, and you're either going to repack them when you do the brake job or, you know, 25, 30,000 miles, however you decide to do it. Back then, that was about when they needed brakes, but... It may not, but you still, you know, you would take those brakes off and you could lube them. So it's, it gives you a good reason to do that. You're still going to be in there doing all those yeah. things so at it's, that time. It's not just, and on an not RV, just given it's doing, the front end's doing the majority of the braking, you want to do that anyways. That's yeah. my point. I agree. Would you do that any differently? No. No, I agree. I agree. And, and I think anytime you add something like that on there, it's not not exactly right, and it's going to leak. It's going to cause problems. You'll end up going back to the grease. You know? And by the way, this just came in. Somebody sent this. Thank you. We have great listeners. Jeff from Montana, if you're still listening, there is on Amazon an extend the pedal for short drivers. There's a kit really? you can actually buy on Amazon that allows you to extend the pedals bolt-on where it's not changing any of the functionality of what's there. So if you're a short driver and you need these, thank you, by the way. I don't know who sent me this, but thank you for doing that. I didn't even think of looking there. So, yes, if, if you're... Uh, if you're still listening, Jeff, up in Montana, there's an Amazon kit made, ready to go, bolt on, done deal for your wife, and that would handle that airbag situation we were just talking about moments ago. So uh, thank you for that, by the way. And that that came in on the text line. So you guys, we have a great community, and I appreciate that very much. So, yep, and Jeff and, and uh, Steve just found what Jeff needs. So there you go. And they're not, how much are they? Oh, 80 bucks. Okay, so there you go. Jeff in Montana, 80 bucks, done deal, ready to go. And it uh, could be a huge lifesaver for your wife on down the road. Because, yeah, we don't want anybody sitting that close to the steering wheel. So if you're somebody that's a little bit shorter and you need that, there's your answer. So appreciate that very much. Thank you. And, again, we have a great community here where you guys all pitch in and help out. And I, I appreciate that very much. I learned much. something new. And I, I know I, I I have a good friend that's pretty short. And I I would like to offer this to her. I, I don't know how close she sits. There you and go. I would like to. Well, I, I'll mention it. Again, too. NHTSA says 10 inches. 10 inches. So we need to be 10 inches from the sure. wheel. If you're anywhere uh, you know, under that, you need something to get yourself back away from the steering wheel so that you don't have any injuries in the event of an accident. And, and yeah, Jeff was correct even on all the pets and everything inside the vehicle. Yes, make sure they're down. And somebody said, congratulations to Steve oh. for 40 years of business. My wife and I have been in the film industry for four. I know who this is. This is Jeff up in Steamboat. Jeff, thank you, by the oh, way. Oh, yes, yes. have been in the film industry for 41 years. So you know what? Good job to both of you. Yeah, and, and awesome. Jeff came and brought his car to us. Yep, he I sure re- did. So, yeah, so and he sent some pictures from Steamboat today. It looks beautiful awesome. up there. So, all right, guys, we're going to get things wrapped up here. Larry Unger answering phones for us today. Appreciate that very much. Charlie Grimes, of course, our engineer. Steve Horvath again. Forty years. <laughs> Gino's Auto Service over in the Lilton area. I want to thank them very much, and all of you today, listeners. Alan Stack, Stack Optical, for coming in for almost the whole show today. Really appreciate that as well, and really enjoy it. And again, if you need anything from Alan, he can help you out. Stack Optical three zero three. 
323-221-1578. Otherwise, we're out of here, guys. Have a great rest of your day. If you're listening to Replay Show, thank you for that as well. And enjoy the rest of your afternoon. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.